Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our as labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it is a good morning from the Concrete Gang. A good morning, Gorilla. Geez, you went a bit early and, there, Warren. Uh, good morning, Annie, on the panel. We are here for the penultimate show of the year. What's that, mate? Hang on, mate. We're only builders labourers. What's that, that means mean? the second last show of the year. Well, why didn't you say that? Because it's much more fun saying penultimate <laughs> and doing a Ray Hallett impersonation. Well, listen, uh, there's only there's only skeleton crew. We've normally got about, uh, you know, cast of thousands. You can't ever fit in here. Then right. it's back to the old gang. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's a case. Minus buzzer. A case brother of... Uh, <coughs> Too many Christmas breakups for some. Okay, okay. Anyway, the buzz is out and about doing what he has to do and uh, all good. So He's cheerio to the buzz out there doing uh, and, sterling uh, duty. And Keynes? Oh, oh cheerio <laughs> to all the, uh, all the members at Keynes doing themselves a treat, being spied on and uh, photographed and filmed by the ABCC, uh, which we'll come to in a, in a minute. Yes, it's all happening out there with the, uh, the campaign to win the Kane employees a new EBA, which gives industry standards and not the bullshit that the MBA wants to put up. So we're in a situation where we're coming up to Christmas and uh, there's lots happening, but, but... Let's just remind people that we are, of course, with the last show, going to be in a situation where we are going to be nominating Scallywag of the Year. Yes, and there's a cast of thousands, and I'll tell you what, there's, but there's a few prominent ones there, uh, young Warren. I mean, there's blokes uh, keep propping up in companies, and uh, we've got one of the greatest awards on the on the. Um, Concrete gang at the at the way the peg of the year, so we've cleared that up. So uh, 
a valid winner there. But yes, Scallywag is coming up. And also... The greatest whinger. The Suki Suki Lala of the year. The Jeez. Michael Cleminger Suki Lala award. You can nearly declare that now, but we won't. <laughs> we won't. But Michael, after whom the award is named... Get your speech ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, the old Cockrums are... Suck it uh, up big time. Well, just on Cockrums. I mean, this Michael Clemens, you know, the answer to the, answer to the um, all the answers for, for the industry, full of, like a show bag, full of shit, delivered nothing. Here they are, they're getting left out, out there like a shag on the rock, bringing in unscrupulous um, uh, subcontractors on their job. Talk about being code compliant and taking the high moral ground and all that. What a load of shit. There should be a showbag of the year award too. Yes, well, there's a few different people who could win that. He could get the trifactor, I think. <laughs> right, now let's get down to some news, and there has been some news from another company who are absolute NBA blue bloods, Hanson and Youngkin. Oh, hey? oh how good are they? H and Y. When, uh, when you look up asbestos. Why, why, why? <laughs> When you look up asbestos in the dictionary, there's a picture of Hanson and Yunk in there. They have got asbestos all over the joint. They had an incident on their job in um, at uh, Monash University in Caulfield, because as you realise, Monash U- University in Caulfield, there's one at Monash University in Clayton, where they've got job two. There's a Monash University in Frankston yeah, and in the Valley. And, work, oh. work it out, out, yeah. But anyway... They have to rule the world, Monash. One of the concrete patches was doing some concrete patching and he was grinding and low betide, he hit the asbestos and the poor bloke's been, now been exposed to asbestos, which is not a great thing. Asbestos has gone any, everywhere, so before even the union, well, the union that actually didn't get involved and before anything could happen, they shut the whole project down. It's been shut what? down for over a week. Hanson and Yunkin had to close their own job? Close their own job. They've had no uh, consultation with the union and all that, so they've just decided to close so, it down. Let me get this right. Yeah. They closed the job, so yes. all the subcontractors have been told no work. No work. So what happens to the employees of the subcontractors? Well, the ones that could be relocated will probably be fine, but what about the ones that can't be re- relocated? Who, who's gonna, Does look, that mean that they have been coerced? They have. If they've been coerced, well, they're in serious trouble. So now the question is, now that we have the ABCC back, is Nigel Hadgkiss going to prosecute Hanson and Yunkin for coercion? Because one of the changes to the ABC legislation is about the payment and treatment of subcontractors. And one of Nigel's responsibilities is to go out there and bang builders who don't do the right thing by subcontractors. So, Nigel, are you going to do your job? And who better to do your job with than Hanson and Yunkin? I'm tipping that's not going to happen anyway, but you know, you'd love to think. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it is a level it playing. Was, it was fun at least making the statement. But it is a level playing ground, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah it's a level <laughs> playground. Yeah, no worries. It's a bloody playground. So yeah. H and Y have uh, ex- haven't exactly covered themselves in glory. No, and uh, it's turned them a bit of a shit fight. It took them a week even to get get anyone to start cleaning up the mess. And uh, and all Jay, we're taking as a bit of a joke, but I mean the poor guys that have been exposed to it. You know, that's, that's right. like a ticking ticking time bomb. So, they, they, and they've got an un- unbelievable history with asbestos. This Hanson Uncle, I don't know how how they. 
you know, they're doing all these uh, audit sixes and all that. I don't know who's doing them. I think they might be getting someone from the blind factory or something, you know. Well, the thing is that Hanson and Youngkin are in enough trouble at the Royal Adelaide Hospital now where it's a year behind and there's a heap of money overspent and the South Australian government isn't going to fork out. So The Iron Ear? The Iron Ear, asbestos everywhere. Absolute disaster. But haven't they also got a job at Monash University? Clayton. Exactly. They've got asbestos there. Uh, you know, that, I, I mean, most of the billers there, but they do the proper audit. They get it all done, get it out. But I don't know what Hanson and Youngkin have been doing. So does that mean that Hanson and Youngkin and their fearless leader, Chris Spears? Shears? Shears. Uh, Chris Shears, um, brother, I think you're going to get nominated for Scallywag this week. And maybe we should have a special asbestos uh, award. (laughs) And we deliver a bag of asbestos to the winner. Anyway, Hanson and Youngkin haven't exactly covered themselves in glory, as usual. And uh, that leads us, of course, back to the point I was making earlier about the ABCC. Because, in fact, they have now been resurrected with full naming honours. And uh, what did they do last Tuesday? The first court case of the, uh, the new regime, they got up in the federal court and said they wanted number one thing. Forget the court case. It's all about the uh, issue of naming rights. And their naming rights issue was, now that they're the ABCC, they wanted the name of the case changed. So it was no longer the Fair Work Building Commission. It was now going to be the ABCC case. And uh, they then proceeded with two other cases during the week, all against the CFMEU, I might add, uh, in which they demanded that the ABCC are the prosecutors. Well, that'd be the most important thing, changing their name, wouldn't it? Oh, yes, definitely. The, the story stays the same because, unfortunately, where a lot of people were fooled, all that happened with Julia Gillard's great changes were to change the name of the ABCC to FWBC and reduce the fines a bit. Well, now it's called the ABCC and the fines are back to where they used to be. Didn't the judge say this is a, a, a waste of ratepayers' money? Well, there has been some commentary in all cases this week about uh, the uh, fact that an awful lot of taxpayers' money has been spent on these cases. And in one case, the judge said, uh, because had the officials entered the job illegally, he said, uh, well, basically, it sounds like it's a very expensive cup of tea because that's all they managed to prove, <laughs> that someone was on a job in, in basically an area open to the public, not actually on the work site, having a cup of tea. Anyway, we'll hear more of that as the case's uh, decisions are handed down. And uh, I think uh, Nigel and his crew are going to be in fact, embarrassed because there's been three cases in the last week. There's a couple of cases again next week. They were definitely trying to crank up the prosecutions uh, in time for the legislation. The legislation was passed narrowly, but it was passed. And now, with all these amendments, what's Nigel going to do? Keep prosecuting? Of course. Is he going to prosecute bosses? Of course not. <laughs> and uh, we also have the issue of the code, and uh, we now have 
No longer a level playing field in Victoria, thanks to the MBA strategy of hanging out, hanging out. So we now have companies with EBAs, which are in fact, uh, these companies are allowed to tender for government work for the next two years. We have companies who don't have anything. We have companies that took the advice of the MBA and gave a 3% pay rise, but are not up to industry standard and their employees are getting pissed off. And then we have other companies who gave a 5% increase and hope like hell that the uh, whole matter of the uh, EBA would get sorted out without a problem with the code. And now it's too late. So they're in a situation where they've paid 5% and maybe they're not allowed to according to the MBA and uh, the ABCC. So we've got all this shit happening. Well done. MBA, you're going to get nominated for Scallywag for help bringing about an end to the level playing field in Victoria. Where there's confusion. There's an opportunity and we'll take it. Thank you very much. Well, we better move to a track. What do you reckon? We better move to a track, but as we move to a track, and uh, it's a very good track, Suspicious Minds in a reggae version, and uh, we'll come back and do an ad for our number one sponsor. Suspicious minds. Jeez, a few of them. If, Al- if Elvis had a stuck to Gunja instead of a deep fried peanut butter sandwiches, What's wrong he might that? still be with us and doing it a whole lot easier. I tell you what, it would be, be a good job being a quack for a rock star. Have a look at him. Him, <laughs> Michael Jackson, they all fell off the perch. Oh, Not- but Mick Jagger's still producing children. He is too. He's had another kid, old Mick. He's still giving the high hard one, old Mick. 72? Yeah. He's, he's got grandkids older than his new children. He's like my old mate Jack down at Port Melbourne. He come out of this, there's a bit of a dodgy doctor down there, so you've got to be watch what you're saying, but he come out with a shave bag full of Viagra. <laughs> I said, Jesus, Jack, you'll have, a, you'll have a fat for the rest of your life. You get all those in you, mate. You'll, <laughs> you'll have an Ashton Circus temple going, mate. <laughs> anyway, probably shouldn't talk a thing. But anyway, the, yeah, so the... Yeah, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> well, talking Port Melbourne, we better give a plug to oh, our yes. favourite sponsors, the Palace Hotel, yeah. and their $15 roast on a yeah. Sunday afternoon. Yeah, do yourselves a favour, get down there on a Sunday, they have the, the $15 roast going, I'll tell you what, if you can get a better roast than that going, let us know, we'll, we'll refund your money, because I'll tell you what, you can't be beaten. So we've got to start supporting our, uh, our sponsors, they do a good job for us down there. The Palace Hotel and uh, City Road or Base Route, Port Melbourne. You've got no balls of dog down there. He's, he's the um, 
pub uh, pet. Well, the Viagra is wasted on him. <laughs> well, he might need some old nobles. But anyway, so get in there because they've been very good to the Concrete Gang. We have our function there every year, as you know, along with the Jaded Cats, and they've been great supporters of the Concrete Gang. We, can, we shouldn't forget all these people because uh, they front up every year and help us make money for the 3CR community radio. So sometimes we forget about them. We shouldn't. And the only way we can help them out is by supporting them. So get down to the Palace Hotel. I might slip down there for a couple of lovelies tonight, as I do. And uh, But Sunday, I won't be there this Sunday, but uh, the, the roast meal, I'm, I'm telling you, is unbelievable. Righto. Enough of the ads. And uh, let's get back to the industry. And uh, let's just mention the big event in the past week, of course, was the picnic. The picnic, yeah. Look, you've got to even credit the picnic committee. It was bigger and it gets bigger and better every year. There's more people every year. The kids, I mean, it's unbelievable what the kids, you know, you see their eyes you know, wide open when they get in there. Whatever, what they can't have, it's not there. And uh, they have a great day. So it was another successful picnic day. It was a great day as far as weather goes. All the, um, uh, the industry uh, industry uh, people like Seabus, Inkalink and all those type of people who were were there counting out, and uh, Slater and Gordon will give them a plug, our mate Mick Sayers. Although the the, heal, the helium didn't turn up, mate, for the balloons. It got there late. It got there late, did it? Oh, okay. It got there late. Okay. Got there late, but it did get there. <laughs> but also, not only was the picnic at Caulfield a great success, but also around the state there were regional picnics, Geelong, Ballarat, Bendigo, Terralgan, and uh, on... This week, there is also a picnic at Wodonga, and they uh, have dust- their, their picnic in line with the uh, local race day. Did we dust off the snake charmer? Well, no one will let him talk about the snake the charmer. Snake, the snake handler. Oh, handler, sorry. I call him the snake he ha- charmer. He handled the snake and didn't charm it, <laughs> he didn't and it did him on the arm. <laughs> No, no, but the- such, such dangerous activities <laughs> are no longer part of the picnic. Oh, okay. Righto, so cheerio to everyone and particularly the regional picnics. Well done to the organisers, shop stewards and some of the administrative staff from the office who went out and helped with those picnics. It's hard work, there ain't a lot of money uh, and that's an issue always and uh, they've done a great job and I think they all a great success and numbers were up at every venue. So moving on, let's uh, just mention... Uh, our friends from Spectrum. They were mentioned last week and the Spectrum issue goes on and on and on. And the only Spectrum I like are a band yeah. from the uh, 70s. Mike Rudd. Mike Rudd, but this ain't Mike Rudd. No, nah, it's not, unfortunately. And this bloke, uh, I've got to be careful what I say because I got pulled over the coals last week. But uh, look, Spectrum's uh, a landscape gardener. Uh, the, this bloke's just a, a full, what do you call him, a litigate? Is that the word? When they keep suing or, or changing names of the company and professionals and all that. But all he does is not pay anyone. That's basically what he does. And he's, that's what he's doing again, not paying the workers, not paying the suppliers. And have a guess where he was working. Uh, Sookie La La Land. Sookie La La Land, mate. There he was. So anyway, just if you, if you see him around Spectrum, check him out because they're absolutely no good. Yeah, spread the word they are. Uh not a welcome party. They certainly, even in even in our uh, somewhat jaundiced and suspicious minds view of the world, uh, they are absolute shockers. And anyone, anyone, 
Even crook bloody bosses should steer clear of them because they'll make you look bad. Well, they were at Bill Corp. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, should mention uh, a couple of other things. There was an incident down in Tassie where uh, a couple of uh, subcontractors on a Fairbrothers job decided to jump uh, uh, a couple of officials from the CFMEU and uh, assaulted them. And uh, let's just say that ain't welcome in the industry. We don't do it. And I'm not even saying Fairbrothers were responsible. No. In fact, Fairbrothers, I think, did the right thing in the Sub- circumstances. Sub- but a couple of subbies, a couple of... Uh, Roofers. Roofers, oh yes, a couple of roofers decided that they would uh, take uh, the law into their own hands, okay, we're all big boys, but uh, let's just say... Well, imagine, just imagine more if we'd have done that. Yeah, if we, that's oh, that's close. the point, isn't it? That's the whole point, I mean, honestly, they, you know, I mean, we've got to handle ourselves in a professional way and all that, do our best, there's plenty of times you like to belt some of those rats on the nose, you can't do it. But if they want to do that, like surprise attack, a couple of officials like they did jump over a fence and come from behind, and and what what they did them, well, you know, you know, I wonder, I wonder if they investigate that. But they wouldn't care about a couple of officials getting you know, hit from no, behind, would they? No, you know, no. that's all right. So anyway, you want a level playing one, ground. One law for them and another law for us. Yeah, imagine if it was us. My God. Yeah, on the question of one law for one and one law for another. There is uh, obviously problems with the recent fatality in the industry in terms of insurance cover, the investigation, whether a death certificate is going to be issued. There's a whole series of problems. The point is, without going into a whole lot of detail on the air, the insurance has not come through. Let's be blunt, the metal workers are in no position to raise uh, any real money for the family, uh, and in this case... The CFMEU this coming week will be organising a pull-up from CFMEU members to help of its family, and we would ask people to throw in. There will be leaflets going out after the organisers' meeting on Monday, and we ask people to throw in, and we'll do our best to assist in every way we can the family to get their full uh, benefit under insurance get their full benefit under claims for, for work cover and so on. So that's all going to be happening this week. The pull-up is going to go on and it'll be a CFMEU pull-up and we'll be helping the family. Righto. Scallywag of the year will be announced next week, as we mentioned earlier. But let's look at Scallywag of the week. A couple of late ones. Well, HMY have been mentioned a few <laughs> times during the year, so... HMY, Chris Shears, you're up again. You might get the special uh, special award for asbestos disasters of the year. Might as well make your own stamp for the trophy. Yes, indeed. And uh, Nigel Hatchkiss, oh, you well. want to put your name on those cases. Well, when they turn to shit, well, mate, your name's on it. Spectrum, oh. yet again, eh? Yet again. Just change your company name and ABN numbers. That's all you got to do. Just just send everyone broke. Don't pay anyone. Just, but apparently that's all right. You're allowed to yeah, do that, that's apparently. Right. Just chase and, the union officials. That's all. And uh, if we're mentioning Spectrum, we should mention the people who gave them the gig. Cochrane's. Oh, yeah. I mean, right. co-compliant Cochrane's. Yeah, yeah. Good on you. Hey, that, 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 that's triple C. 
Code compliant cockerels. Well, I'm a rocket scientist, aren't I, Fan Ingham? I'm a genius. And, uh, of course, who are also geniuses? Yes, our good friends, Kane Construction. Absolute geniuses. They are rocket scientists. Yeah. Here we go. We're going to hang out for the new code. (laughs) All about one issue. Let's be blunt. Jeff, Richard, and all the gang down at, at Kane's, it was all about not a code not being retrospective. Oh, no, we're not going to cop that. Guess what? The code ain't retrospective. And so now you're in the middle of a shit fight. Well, who we got? Well, we've got uh, HMY, Nigel Hatchka, Spectrum, Canes and Cockrums. There's probably quite a few we've missed, but we're getting a bit slow at the end of the year. Well, what are we going for? Oh, HMY, come on. Yeah, of course, of course. Hey, HMY, Chris Shears, another one that hung out, don't want to do no EBA. Oh, we're going to be affected on government work. Well, it's not retrospective, (laughs) Chris, and guess what? Bit late now. It won't help. It won't help send them workers away. <laughs> Asbestos all over your job. Anyway, so right they're H and Y. They are the winners this week. Tune in for next week. Oh, sorry. I know no, we're going to do yeah. the Suki Lala. Well, that's. I mean, that's already announced, isn't it? The Michael Cleminger Suki Lala Award is won by Michael Cleminger. Start getting your uh, speech. Oh, he's ready, ringing. Mate. He's ringing in now to have a sook. Yeah, is he? Oh, well, there. <laughs> All right, so um, now I think we're going out in the same old way. Uh, yes, indeed. Dare, Dare to struggle. struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And, and we're going out with a, one well, of my favourites, Jimi Hendrix. And the track was, what was the track? Track eight. Track eight. Shut the gate. What was it? I forgot. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.